Banter bit. Banter bit. Well, good morning from snowy Burnaby. We got some snow today. Yay, first snowfall of the year. Yes. A little more than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I did not expect the commuting nightmare. That See, they never forecast properly around here. Well, they do, but, you know, like they, when we watched the news last night, they said in the higher elevations like Coquitlam and stuff, they're going to get more, which we normally do. So, but I didn't think. It was going to be boot weather. <laughs> I wore my sh- wore my dress shoes, and my feet got wet. And well, I didn't hear that they had forecasted at all for today. You don't have TV though. <sighs> yeah, that's true. So you need yeah, like news know. or the Weather Channel or a weather app window. on your phone. Look out the window. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. It didn't make any difference. Even if I'd known it was coming, it would still still take me forty five minutes longer to get in today. Well, I was I surprised when we came in. Rachel was already here. She must have left early. Yeah. I'll have to ask her about that and just how that happened. <laughs> because, yeah, I don't know. The trains were an absolute nightmare for me. Well, it's funny because I heard even like the Evergreen Line opened on Saturday, the 2nd. Uh, is that the 2nd? Yeah, or Friday. that's right. And our friends were saying they only had like two car trains. I was like, Trans like get it together. Oh, like, don't even two car trains make it. no sense. They do the same thing on the Millennium Line. Anything other than the Expo Line. That's just so bizarre. Anyways, we're delving into like micro <laughs> Vancouver. Anyone outside of Vancouver can be like, "What? That's what are right. they talking about? Yeah, first world problems." All right, no, we should talk a little bit about uh, the elephant in the room. There's an elephant in the room. There is a big elephant in the room, Uh-oh. and there's and there may be some egg on some some oh, on its face. Oh, egg on my face. Yes. No, it's not all your fault. <laughs> it is but my it's fault. Mainly your fault. Anyway. <laughs> all right, we should explain. Let's so we, explain. you may have heard us mention in the past few episodes about a fella that we were going to talk to, named by the name of Rick Hansen. Now, for those people who don't know who Rick Hansen is, he is well-known around the world. He's well-known around the world. In 80, I think in 1988, he went on what was called the Man in Motion Tour. He's a he's a Paralympian and in a wheelchair, and he, he traveled around the world. He went around the world in his wheelchair. Um, and advocated for accessibility. And, and that took him, I think, two, three years. And then when he was done that, he started up uh, the Rick Hansen Foundation. Uh, that has been around ever since that advocates for inclusivity and accessibility and has, they've been doing some fantastic work here in Canada and internationally even. Um, the foundation itself gives out uh, a lot of grants every year. He goes around and speaks at a lot of schools. It's a, it's a really great foundation and he is a really great guy. And we reached out to him and I'm, I'm putting him in air quotes. I'm, I'm putting him in air quotes. We reached out to him to see if he wanted to maybe talk to us about some of his experiences. And, uh, and we were really stoked when we got a reply back saying, yes, absolutely. He'd love to be on the show. Really stoked. He was really we excited, which yeah. probably should have been the first red flag. <laughs> um, and as it turned out, as the date approached... And actually, as the day of approach, half an hour before the show, <laughs> we started to do a little bit of digging and realized 
that Ryan's an idiot. That perhaps there are there's more than one Rick Hansen <laughs> in North America. There's probably I guess yes. it was the spelling. The spelling yes. the spelling really should have should have you know, keyed us it in. It should have. And as somebody who uses a screen reader, I probably should have had a braille display so I could have actually looked at the spelling of the word there or you had go. Jaws pronounce it phonetically because I should have caught that. Yeah, see so our Rick Hansen is S E N and there is a Dr. Rick Hansen in California, whose name ends in S-O-N. That's right. That we were actually corresponding with. <laughs> and he didn't really clue in to the fact that... Why we, are these guys reaching out to me? <laughs> and... We dug a little deeper. We dug a little deeper and realized that we had... And Rob found this guy's mistake. website, or found him online, and just wasn't the Rick Hansen we were looking for. Right. But we should give a shout out to him all Absolutely. the same. He was very gracious about it. He, he, you know, he, and he would have, he would have come on the podcast to talk about it. Yep. He's, he's a, a psychologist and he's a, very much into neuroscience. Actually, you know, he might not have been a bad person to talk to when we did the brain episode. Uh, mm -hmm. He's, he's, um, he mainly um, deals in marrying the idea of neuroscience with uh, meditation. Right. So he's got he's written several books. He actually has his own podcast, which is probably why he thought he didn't think anything of us asking him to be on our podcast. Mm -hmm. um, in any case, we'll give a shout out to him. If, you, if you're into uh, psychology and meditation, look up Dr. Rick Hansen, H-A-N-S-O-N. You can find him online at www.rickhansonson.net. And in terms of the actual Rick Hansen that we were wanted to talk to, we didn't get to talk to him. But, <laughs> you know, we should say that if you don't know anything about his foundation or what he's up to, you should check him out as well at www.rickhansonsen.com. See what the foundation is doing. Support them in whatever way you can. Excellent. And we'll just keep, keep on doing our thing. So if uh, if anyone wants to mock Ryan, <laughs> feel free to email us. Well, I'm just glad we caught it and didn't go to air beforehand. If we would have went to air and we started talking about the Man in Motion tour, and it would have just been a train wreck. It would have, little, it would have been a little <laughs> bit awkward. Yeah. So luckily, I also didn't splash that we were talking to him everywhere on social media. Mm -hmm. um, we only sort of offhandedly made the comment in a few episodes. So it was enough that we thought, well, we better we better post a, a show that explains what happened and in case anybody out there is a super fan and does listen to every single episode religiously and is wondering where the heck is Rick Hansen? I want my <laughs> Rick Hansen. Maybe one day. That's what happened. And besides, we never, we never hesitate to post a funny story and... Well, we did hesitate. <laughs> I hesitated. <laughs> I didn't. That's right. Throw Ryan under the bus. That's right. Well, Ryan climbed under the bus on this one. No one threw you. You just. That's true. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, let's. Uh, we'll do sort of bit, do a little bit of a twofer here. Um, while we've while we're sitting here in front of the mics, uh, this story just came to last our week, attention. Yeah, this last week. Um, about what Microsoft has 
coming up in their next big update, which is, I think, slated for the spring, right? Yeah, around March, March, April timeframe. Yeah. Called the creative update or something. This is from a blog post from Jenny Le Fleury, who is the chief uh, Microsoft accessibility officer who does a blog, which I, I would love to actually talk to her. Yeah. I've tried to reach out to her, but again, sometimes when I try to direct message, somebody doesn't go through. So I might just get you to reach out. Yeah, sure. We keep in mind that her name, her last name is spelled differently yeah. from yours. So yeah. U-R-R-I, I think it is. It's, yeah, it's like flurry. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah. So we don't need any more last name confusion. No. No, and, you know, in reading this blog post this morning, it really, you know, it looks like they're finally playing catch up to what Apple has had for years. Right. You know, the built-in Braille display support. Okay, well, um, let's just run down the list. Let's, all right, uh, sure. And then you can talk about each one. So, um, it looks like the big one is Braille support. Mm -hmm. um, it says that uh, it's the, the update is going to include beta support for Braille input and output. Right. Yeah, and I think, I th what does it say there? Uh, does does it give the number of Braille displays? It says from, from more than 35 manufacturers. Yeah, so, it so that's pretty much, I think, every Braille display manufacturer that's out there. It's got to be. Um, and again, Apple has had Braille support for a long, long, long time. I'm not sure if it has Braille input support. Uh, it could very well, but I'm not an Apple user. Um, so yeah, this is really exciting news that finally we're going to be able to have Braille support in, in Narrator. Right. Um, and the, the majority of these updates that they're talking about is, are, are for Narrator. I mean, there's some office stuff near the end, yeah. but it's, it's really not anything as, um, extensive as the Narrator stuff. Uh, what else? Uh, unassisted installation. Finally. So, yeah. Finally. I'm excited about that. Yeah, you know, I think Apple, again, has had this for quite a number of years. And anytime, you know, we blinkies, blind people, visually impaired people, uh -huh. have wanted to reinstall Windows on their own, has always needed some sighted assistance or a Windows unattended script to do it. And now we will have the ability come spring to do this on our own. Fantastic. It is exciting. Finally, I can form out my own computer again. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I'm going to get a call. Rob, Rob. what's it doing? <laughs> when the narrator should be able to tell me that now. Well, not if not if it's hanging. At the well, end. if it's hanging, you're still going to be stuck. It's great. Yeah. Anyways, uh, a new way to launch Narrator. So they've they've changed. They're changing the quick keys, I guess. To, to and fire I think it up. that takes effect now. Uh, when I was reading that, because I always thought it was You're Windows right. Key Enter, but now it's Control Windows Enter. That's right. So that was new to me. I wasn't aware of that. Uh, and it sounds like they're adding ten new voices. Mm -hmm. It should be exciting. More dialects, probably. And this is a big one too. Uh, improved audio ducking. Yeah, and that's something that JAWS included in JAWS 18, the ability that if you have JAWS talking in a Word document or online um, and another media player, let's say you're listening to Spotify, comes up, as you tab or alt-tab to that window, the JAWS synthesizer will duck or the volume will get lower. And then as you move focus back, JAWS comes back. And our cell phones have had this technology for a number of years as well. Uh, like talk back again, if I'm listening to a podcast, the talk back speech ducks or gets the volume decreases. So it's going to be interesting how narrator works and what kind of customization they're going to give you. Because like right now in JAWS, 
um, you don't have the ability to adjust it for individual applications. It's it's a do do all the time or do never. Right. So we'll see. Hopefully, you know, they include the customization so you can do it for individual applications. But good feature. The next one, easier web browsing with Edge. This will be exciting because at this point, no screen reader supports Edge. Well, does anybody use Edge, though? I hate that thing. Well, Edge really, if you dig into Microsoft's website and information on Edge, it is a faster browser. It is meant to be used, I think, with Ink, the Windows Ink feature on, like, Surface tablets and Surface Hub, different with pens uh, the ability to annotate and draw on the screen and all that sort of stuff but right now you know system access windowized jaws um, have no support for edge they say they're working on it and they'll come out with it when it is well supported Um, but I think at this point in time you know other people like myself blind people like myself are fine using Internet Explorer Firefox or Chrome Oh, and I think that's like that for everybody. I mean, I don't really know anybody who switched over and started using Edge. No. So, and it, and it even initially used, trying to use it with, when Windows 10 first, I first got Windows 10, uh, it seemed pretty half-baked. So, it might just be a matter of this is just something that they, they need to bake a little longer and maybe it'll be awesome. Maybe it'll be the next big browser. And they, and they are working on it. You know, if you listen to Windows Weekly podcast, um, they are still working on it. They are working on having extensions like Chrome has for Edge. So, yeah, it's not quite there yet. But, you know, I think by the time it does get there, we're still going to be using Chrome and Firefox as the two primary browsers. Well, and if they do make it work really well with Narrator, who knows? I mean, it could exactly. be the go-to, the go-to yeah. browser. Um, sounds like a, there's a lot of just quality of life improvements in terms of narrator and what it can do in general. This is interesting too. They And I didn't realize that they were doing this, but window eyes is free if for customers who are using... Has been, has been for a number of years. I think since Office 2007. Uh, anybody who's using Office 2007, 2010, 2013, and now Office 365, if you go to the window eyes for office.com page, you can actually get window eyes, the full-blown screen reader for free. If you're using Office. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how long that's going to last now that VFO has bought AI Squared and GW Micro. Well, according to this, but, they're going to continue doing it. Yeah. Um, so, at least into next spring. So, mm-hmm. it doesn't look like they're they're going to change that anytime soon. No. Um, now, they're also doing a bunch of updates to Office 365. Speaking of Office 365... It sounds like a lot of the improvements that they're working on there has have to do with um, authoring, uh, make just making it a lot easier to create accessible content. Yeah, I think so. I think they mentioned something about uh, an accessibility checker. Accessibility checker. They're also like just making it easier to insert um, alternative text for images and um, display names for hyperlinks that type of thing it's all just going to be you know fully baked right into the to you know word and excel and stuff these are all great changes and uh it does sound like they're just trying to catch up to what apple is doing right with with their baked in accessibility features well and i think that for a lot of people having a feature rich braille supported screen reader like narrator 
is going to be all they need. It works with Windows Mail, the, the email client in Windows 10. It works browsing the internet. So really, if that's all you use your computer for, Narrator is going to meet your needs just fine. Absolutely. So, I mean, all you're going to you know. need is, is Windows. Exactly. So, and, you know, they're getting to that level where that this is where Apple was five years ago. Yeah. So, it's about time. Good on you, Microsoft. Absolutely. Jenny Lay Fleury, please come on the podcast. <laughs> uh, you're doing a great job. Yeah, we'll have to reach out to her. Yep. That's, let's cut it off there. So. All right. Chop, chop. Chop chop! Thanks everybody for listening, and uh, we have it. We do have a new show coming up on Friday. We're pretty excited about. Um, do we want to say anything about that? Maybe we shouldn't, because we who knows? We should no. probably check. We have the right guest. It is. It's Dan Oates. Are you sure? I am one hundred and ninety-two percent sure. It's not the guy from Holland Oats that you've accidentally <laughs> reached out to. No, that was John and Daryl, right? You're talking so, about Space Camp and no, like, what are you this talking is Dan about? Oates, not Daryl Hall and John Oates. All right, just checking. This All is right, Dan. Woo! All right, we will see everybody later this week, and have a good week, and try to stay out of the snow if you're in Vancouver, and if you're not, you. I don't know. You probably don't need snow, anyways. And if you share our podcast, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And we will see everybody later. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by Aroga Technologies. Visit Aroga Technologies online at www.aroga.com. That's A-R-O-G-A.com. Music provided by bensound.com.